Welcome back to the Super Tuesday recap. Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to say it's not even Super Tuesday recap. This is the end of an era. It is a celebration. Uh, we are here to discuss the series finale of Agent of Shield. It has been a long seven years, um, and the show finally has come to an end. Uh, I'm being joined here. It's Chris here. I'm being joined by my co host, as usual. Deepom, and we're also being joined. Um, and I, I want to say, like, she's joined us at least once every, at least once every, like, season we do a review for like the last three or four four seasons. Uh, we have Karen from the Black Eye of Tiss on. Uh, how you doing, Karen? How y'all doing? Um, yeah, it's, it's a tough question. It, it, it really is. It's like I'm, I'm both, I'm happy, I'm excited, I'm still a little sad. Um, yeah. because it's like, again, this has been seven years, seven years of the show. Um, and not just seven years of the show, seven years of us talking about the seven show. years of talking about the show, um, <laughs> watching it every episode, um, reviewing every episode. Um, like I said, Arrow came to end after eight, eight seasons, but I, I remember we weren't reviewing that. Like, I, I think I wrote the first reviews for like the first two seasons and then the third season came out and we, I talked to demon and we were like. Yeah, fuck it. All right, let's just go ahead and start just throwing it in. We already reviewing everything else. We might as well review Arrow, right? It's and that that's what kind of happened with Arrow, but like with Agent of Shield, like this has been from the beginning of of talking about this show. Um, and again, I'm speaking for myself because I haven't really talked to you two about this yet. So maybe I'm wrong, but I think I know you two well enough. Um, you know, season five, we talked about before, Devon, that season five could have been an ending. You know, they didn't know they were going to another uh, two season. They were going to finish it off. Right. Season five could have been an ending. It could have been, you know, it would have worked. Um, but to me, this season seven, really, it, it, it gave them the ending that we deserve. Not the one I thought we were going to get. And what I mean by that is I thought they were going to, I thought they were going to dig the knife in and all this, but I thought they were going to kind of get us a little sadness in there. But the, the, it, it really wasn't. They really gave us the, the happy ending, if you will, that, um, and they tease us with it throughout these two episodes. They definitely tease us not getting the happy ending, but they gave us the happy ending and, 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 it, and it paid off like, and it felt like it was a reward for watching and being with the show for seven years. And not a lot of shows really give you that at the end. Um, there's, there's something there, like I'm sad that we're not getting more Asian Shield at this point, but I'm actually also very satisfied with what I got. Exactly. And, that's, and I think that's where I landed with it is that everything that's come before and everything that we ended up with, it all feels worth it. and all feels kind of earned. And we'll talk more about like the larger idea of the series and the larger and how this, they, you say they didn't twist the knife on us. They did one more time <laughs> yeah. because they didn't kill you. Yeah. The knife twist was making you think that the twist was coming. Yeah, <laughs> the entire I, I'm, I'm watching them walk into the bar in the framework at the end, and I'm like, well, who's going to die now? You know what? I thought that, too. It was one of these things where the until I sing like the end end, mm -hmm. I was thinking somebody's going to, if it got too quiet, if it panned out too far. I, I know that might sound crazy, but I was like, no. Oh, okay. no. I, I, thought, okay. I thought when they took the glasses off and, 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 and Simmons was there with Fitz playing, with with their daughter, I I legit thought that yes. Fitch was like uh, going to turn into like he wasn't really there or something like that, and I was like yeah. like that's but but again that goes to how much they've trained us right. This show has trained us so much to wait for that that we were literally <laughs> waiting for it to happen, 
And when it didn't happen, you're just like, oh, they, they still got us one more time. <laughs> well, I'm glad they look did. Back at kind of the, the, the series I compared this to, the other Whedon verse, like your Buffy or Angel or even Dollhouse, the way they end it, they're going to kill someone you care about. Like, that's kind of like a genre, uh, Firefly. Like, this is like a genre staple at this point. If you know a show's leaving, they're going to twist the knife on the way out. And for the show to have the confidence to say, we're not those shows. Mm-hmm. We don't have to do what they do. As a matter of fact, live in fear for two hours. Mm-hmm. And, and I did. And it reminds <laughs> me of Alias. You know, me and Roger mm-hmm. watched Alias. That came on years ago from like the first episode to the last episode. Even though these shows are not the same, but it had like the spy concept and the twists and the turns and all that stuff. We didn't know what to expect. And it kind of reminded me of that, of that show. Yeah, it's it. They, you know, everything they 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 set it up for, right? And it's, it's the thing that the show tells you what they're gonna do. And he told us, Enoch said that you, this will be your last mission together, and it was. But that didn't mean they were gonna stop being agents. Didn't mean they were gonna stop being agent of Shield. Didn't mean they were gonna stop being friends and things like that. You know, you know, they they just were not gonna be on a mission together like that, like. And when you look at what each of them ends up doing, it's a natural progression of where they were doing when we first met them, right? Like, Coulson is back to going out and finding new people and bringing new recruits in, which is literally what we did when we first meet him in Iron Man 1. That's literally what we're doing. He's recruiting Tony Stark <laughs> for the Avengers Initiative, right? Um, May is teaching kids. And when you think about what happened with her and why she got the name of the Calvary, the fact that she's teaching at the Coulson Academy and teaching kids, and you have Flint there, and she's one of the teachers, just like... She's found a new thing. And the fact that she wanted kids with um, Andrew and things like that, like you have, you have, you know, this natural progression there. Daisy's with her family exploring new worlds in space. You know, Yo-Yo's an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mac is the direct, I'm, I'm still assuming he's a director. He's got a, he's got a hell of carry. He's a director. Right? He's got a duster on. You only have to wear the non issue right. duster right. if you're in charge. Yeah. I mean, just he like. the black right. trench coat yeah. just kind of flipping in the wind. Yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. okay. I right. see you. And, and a helicarrier, yep, he's director of Shield. Um, and the, and again, and then Shield is no longer in the shadows again, back out there and and, and stop. So again, we we've we've gone full circle, you know. Um, and then Fitz and Simmons are our family, you know. And and so everyone's still who we who we know them to be, just different. And and I think that's where, you know, we should have seen it coming, but kind of didn't. <laughs> You know, because of the way the show is, and 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 that's the thing that makes Agent Shield that made Agent Shield such a great show is that it it would tell you exactly what they were gonna do, and would make it seem like they weren't gonna do it. And and a lot of shows they telegraph what they're gonna do, and you just you're just waiting for it to happen. You're just waiting for it, and that wait sometimes spoils when you actually get it. Here with this show. They almost always give you it's like, well, yeah, shit, you know, we should have saw that coming. Of course, that's what happened. And then when you see it, you're just more excited because you're like, wow, man, they really did. They did a good job of, 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 of redirecting me and throwing me off. Um, I think, uh, Deepon, we talked about this last week that, you know, I really do think that season six and season seven are basically one season because well, it, yeah. really, it, it really, go ahead. Yeah. This episode really like hammered that home because. Yes. I was reminded that they filmed it at the same time. Yeah. And I was also, it's one of those things that now that we're learning more about the show, I posted the interviews. I don't know if you've heard the stuff about Ian about the back half and why he was kept out of it. No. Um, it was his choice. Oh. He wanted to do some other stuff. And so they wrote around it and they wrote it beautifully. But if you think about it, 
a lot of the first, if you want to look at this as one season, season six, it's very, he carries a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Acting wise, he's moving a lot of the plot forward. And so to have him removed from the board, first of all, is jarring for us as the audience, but it does create that unspoken tension of where the hell is fits. And it was, they, they were able to utilize that in such a, a smart way. And then the other thing I learned in some of the interviews was that May scene where she comes to the ceiling and says the line, the cavalry was her, was, was Ming-Na's idea. <laughs> she went to the writers and was like, look, the first episode, she is like whispered, the cavalry. Mm-hmm. And they even make a joke. You, that's a pretty fancy flying. That used to be all I did. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it ends with her not running from the moniker, right? But embracing it. It's not something whispered behind her back anymore. She's yelling as she walks into a fight. It's not something she's ashamed of. It's something right. she has over the course of seven seasons learned to talk about, then to learn to come to grips with what she did, and in the end, accept it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. thought the moment between her and Cora was really powerful because. She's like, look, I, I did what I had to do. And I've seen the ramifications if I didn't do it. So I've been, I know I did the right thing. I can move on with that. Mm-hmm. And the idea of her teaching children and the fact that her empathy was the weapon that won, like, yeah, yeah. Well, so, yeah great show. I don't know what to do. May character has evolved a lot because I mm-hmm. did a rewatch and I got up to season about, Almost season six, because uh, sorry, Paper Mario distracted me. But I got to. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's so funny for those who also are premium members on on the Black Eyed Tips. The, the 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 evolution of Nerd Karen is still to me one of the greatest story arcs that has happened over the last five years. I know we're talking about Agent Show right now, but your story story arc as the nerd has been so great. Went from I'm not really a nerd to now it's like. It's, it's been more fun for me because I only get to see it when I get when you can't go on the nerd off and I get those right. harried messages from Ryle, like, hey, you come on today? I'm like, yeah, of course I can. Mm-hmm. But and I get to see it, like, in, in, larger, in larger chunks. Mm-hmm. I just see, like, yeah. all of a sudden, Karen's talking way more in the video game segment. I'm like, huh, that's interesting. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, or, I'm like, like <laughs> Karen's leading the comic book segment. I'm like, huh, right. that is interesting. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just, it, that, to, that, to me, is still one of the greatest story arcs I've seen over the last year that has not been written is Karen the Nerd. <laughs> Sorry, man. I have came a long way because I, I think for me, when I used to hear the word nerd, the definition has evolved and I had to come to embrace that nerd is it because you and Deepom know a lot more about certain things than I do. So I just feel like, well, since I don't know that, I guess I'm not a nerd. That's what I used to think. I was like, well, I can't quote all these statistics and stats and when this when this character was written and who writ, who wrote it and how it was drawn i didn't know all that but what i do know is that i love what i love and i just express that happiness and to me that's i realize that that is what nerdum is about this is something that i love let me share it with you let me express it with you you know i started realizing that i was a complete and utter nerd when i started getting stuck in video games and going to YouTube and like YouTubing it and was like, how the hell do I figure this out? How do I get stuck? When I started going on message boards, <laughs> I was like, oh, Karen, uh, you have stepped it up to the next level, my friend. Yeah. And I want you to know, I only know those things because of probable brain damage from football. Like that's, this is not the line. No, I, I'm not proud of what I know. I just happen to know it. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of you. Because <laughs> y'all, y'all teach me. And uh, uh, 
when they were saying that, you know, the season was in, this was the last one I hit Chris up and I was telling Roger, I was like, yeah, I want to go on the show because I actually love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. so much. And listening to you guys over the years, you're one of the few shows that showed the joy because the people don't remember when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., particularly that first season came out, so many people shitted on the show. It's terrible. It's bad. The acting's bad. Like, I remember those things. And I used to be so irritated because I was like, yeah, it is slow moving, but most series, when they first start the first season, normally it's not the best season because you're trying to, you're introducing everybody. Everything is new and the world is new and they're trying to set boundaries and all this stuff. And listening to you two brought so much joy to hear you love it as much as I do. And to piggyback on May, you were talking about May. One thing I love about May, May has come full circle because May was somebody who didn't tap into emotions to somebody that learned how to tap into emotions to somebody that now she's teaching other people how to tap into their emotions, mm-hmm. you know, with her and Yo-Yo. You know, like, like, like she has been slowly evolving and growing as a character, k- kind of. And I think a lot of times people just miss those things because one thing I really liked about going back and rewatching, I knew, but I kind of forgot how bad Daisy was. Daisy couldn't fight, how terrible Daisy was at fighting. <laughs> you know, how Fitz and Simmons didn't even <laughs> go in the field. <laughs> how Fitz yeah. couldn't cut, you know, how that was, Gemma was doing that stuff. And I was like, it kind of it kind of re-reminded me, oh, they have came a long fucking way as characters to now. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it it's it's so funny thinking again. I always remind people like Daisy's name was Sky. She was a mm-hmm. hacker in a van. <laughs> now she's literally she's literally one of the most powerful. Like let's just call it one of the most powerful characters in the MCU. Like she's over here. She broke the planet. She broke the planet. It's like <laughs> you know we you know, we we have somebody here that and has grown so much. Um, same thing with May, like you said, like the, the evolution of May throughout the years, not, and not just with this season, but over the years, you know, when we find out about her husband, we find out about why she was called the Calvary, um, when her feelings for, for Coulson start coming to the surf and we start seeing those two, it's like, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's just, it, it's such a great show to see all this stuff coming in. You were talking about season one. One of the things that they do here is they give us some payback if we didn't even think that we needed to get. And that's Victoria Hand getting some payback on, on, on Garrett. Yes. Like, I just I it, cheered. I, I, I cheered. It, it's one of those things I didn't know I needed it. And a lot of people probably have forgotten about it, but he killed Victoria Hand in that first season when, when Hydra takes over Shield. For and no reason. For no reason. And so in this, so you literally have them. And I feel like I feel like the showrunners probably didn't want that scene in the first season, but they for some reason had to do it. And so this is something that where they because literally he gets killed. No, she kills you know what, him. Though? I think it's necessary in the first season. Or maybe it is because part in part of your head you're like, nah, man. We watched John pa- Bill Paxton be 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 charming. We've watched him kind of gracious with the team. This is the final heel turn. This is like yeah, no, true. no, this is an irredeemable bad guy. Right, and it's literally, it literally, she literally shoots him the way he shot her in that season. Yeah. Even those two different characters yeah. from two different time streams, and it's just one of those, you know, uh, oh, like he just gets shot for no, like literally almost no fucking reason. But then when Coulson goes, goes to her and it's like, she and she feels bad. She's like, don't feel bad. He was a traitor. He would. He's the reason why all all of Shield is destroyed right now. Do not feel sad for that. And I think Coulson not only saying that to her. Because of like it's true what 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 he did in uh, in this time stream, but what happened in that first season of like 
don't cry over this dude. He was evil. You did the right thing. He deserved to be shot. You know? So <laughs> it was just one of those things that I just I just appreciate the fact that as two times that, that Garrett has, has gotten has gotten got in like the most unceremonious way possible. Like the one time when when he thought he wasn't gonna die and Colson came and shot him was like, oh, oh, that's what the thing does. And then this time was Victoria Hand just shooting him. Like I'm I'm sorry. It's like that I mean it's a seven year that's a seven year throwback right there. That you have to really understand that scene, you had to be there from the beginning. You had to have seen this show from season one to understand that scene and how that works in this final episode. And again, that's why to me, this series finale is a love letter to those who stuck it out. Because this show, outside of the show, we know has gotten had gotten so much shit for the first like three seasons. You know, that first season when people were trying to talk shit about it. And the second season when it was like flawless going forward, people were still trying to ask questions. And then it was like around season four when people were like, hey, guys, maybe we were wrong about Asian Shield and maybe we should be watching it going forward. And and so I think this a, a is a better the, man would apologize for what he said on those podcasts during that time. Because I think I was very mean. Uh-uh. I'm not a better man. I'm me. <laughs> I was right. Right. <laughs> Right. Those you know. were, no, I have no sympathy for Well, guys, maybe Shield's pretty good. No, no. Out. Out. Um I I love the other thing I love about here is that um we finally get we, we kind of get the, the in-game crossover and tie-in that we were kind of thinking about here. We're yes. talking about the multiverse, the, the time travel. Um, the fact that Fitz come in looking like he's got a broke, broke ass uh, Ant Man helmet on in the first place. Yes, yes. Let's also point I'm out the crazy. fact it took point, it took Tony Stark a night to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it took two of them. Well, they were also they, granted they were also weak. We I'm not saying they didn't stretch it out some. You're right. <laughs> they, I mean, I just, like, Tony like a night and some cookies. Like I did it. Okay. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> it really did. I gotta love. Like, there, there's this thing going around. There's this thing going around you know, saying that uh, if you, uh, it's got like nine helmets on. It's like you pick the helmet, and you get the powers of the person there. And I was like, one of them is the Iron Man helmet. I was like, yeah, but do you get Tony Smarts? Because like, yeah, if that Tony Smarts, let's do this. Right, let's like, do this. Like, if it's just if it's just if it's just an Iron Man suit, then uh, okay, whatever. But if it's also get, if, but if also you're wearing a battle here, you're wearing a battle. Well, I mean, I mean, compared to the other ones, compared to the other the other ones, I'm like, uh, we got to have a conversation, right? That's with like, the assistant, the built-in right. assistant. Yes, right. I know. Right. If I got Jarvis, I got good temperature control in there, that bad boy, it'll be all right. Right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad choice. I'm just saying we got... But, but if you throw in the intelligence, right, it changes the game. It changes the game. So, oh, now we have to... <laughs> let's talk, because then I can just... I can almost build the other stuff in there, right? <laughs> you know, that the, the ones have. But, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I, I just... It, it, it is one of those things that... You know, uh, when when how they how they explain it with him showing up and the fact that all the pieces got put together and this was all part of the plan. Which also, when you think about it, what season was it? Uh, was it season four? That um, I think it was four that Fitz explained time travel to us. Yes, and told us why it can't happen. And, and told us why it can't happen. And and so the fact that we they they not only figured that it can happen, but then you see how they did it. It's like well. We did time travel, but we also technically sent you to another time stream, not the one that you guys are currently in, to buy us some time to figure out the other stuff. And I love that that one time when um, they're the blue suits at the end of season six. Yeah, that's and that's the thing I love. When I saw that, I was like, 
Son of a bitch. They're they the, told us how they did it the whole time. Yeah. The entire time the team was there. That. Yeah. The entire team was there. Um, you know, the answer where, where, where Piper and, and, and Flint were. I love that Piper looks at uh, Fitz and Simmons when they come back, come back and was like, wait, you guys were messing with Tom again, weren't you? <laughs> I just love that. It's like, wait a minute. That was like five minutes. It was like five minutes ago. Wait, when did you guys build that? That's the proper reaction. Right. It's like, I don't have on the same outfits. I'm confused. Right. The same, the same way they yell at Barry on The Flash, mm-hmm. you should be yelling at um and and you know it's just the way they they kind of put it together when they when they show you the fact that what they were fighting for was they had their child already and um they were protecting her and all those scenes we saw them together them in those times when it made it seem like they were trying to spend time together because we thought Fitz was dying really what they were were they were spending time with their daughter you know and having the, that time there just in case they couldn't pull off what they need to pull off, right? It's just, come on, guys. Like, that and is... the blood test wasn't fit sick. It was her being pregnant. Like, exactly. So well done. Just, right. they, they hit that ball from us. I think I figured it out probably midway through the first episode that they mm-hmm. probably had a kid. Mm-hmm. Because just, the, just if, if, she's, if you're going to get to the, what, who, I remember fits, then there's got to be something else, like, there's going to be another punch coming. Right. But, man, the way they executed it. Because they, so, they even show you, they show you the scene of him loading up the pod with blankets yeah. and the pillow. Yeah, yeah. You don't. You never ask why. Yeah, you don't. You don't. You, you just. It's. It's. It's those small details there, you know. And I love the fact that when he finally does show when they, when they put together the, the um the device that 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 allows him to pull, come in from the other time stream, uh, that when he comes in the one all the pieces put together and the one the final piece was her ring, which again just centering it around their love and what they've done together. But when he shows up, he's like, oh, she doesn't remember me? Oh, basically like, oh, okay, no, that's fine. We, we kind of, we, 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 we anticipated this. Like, it's like, we've missed Fitz for this entire time. I figured it out. Right. Everybody, everybody else is like freaking out. Like, wait, Fitz, where have you been? What's going on? What are you doing? And Fitz is like, oh man, wait, you guys don't have Cora with you? No, we needed Cora. It's like, what are you doing? He's like, no, I saw all the time. He was basically Dr. Strange. Like, I saw all the time. Yeah, exactly. I know, I know what they need to do. And I'm just like, only one way. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just like, this is great. This is so, so good. Um, of how they how they pulled this off. Um, I also love uh, Max still teasing. Like, this is the Max still teasing Souza uh, about it, the way he talks. <laughs> I love that we've gone for thirty minutes. We haven't talked about the true highlight of the episode. Oh, which one was that? Geek Shaw, director of Shield. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, we talk about another character who has this, who has this arc where, again, Deke is an important piece of the story. Everything, you know, the things that he's, he does to help out and is around, like, yeah, Deke can be annoying, but you got to think about where Deke came from and the, and the, and the, time, the time stream and timeline that Deke came from. Like it was ridiculous, and then when he when he volunteered to stay around, I was like, "No, it should be me." It's like I am kind of big here, and I'm like, "Yeah, actually, he is big in 1983." You didn't say big. I'm a rock god here. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure you give Deke all the credit. He's, he's he's not wrong. All the credit. Deke is the motherfucking best because uh, Susan was like, "I'll stay." Deke was like, "You're impressed by a light bulb, nobody. You are not <laughs> staying here." Susan was like, "That's not true, and it's mean." <laughs> right, but. I, also, but I, I love the fact that, but I love the fact they also been played on the fact that, hey, you know, 
Deke is the grandchild of 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 Simmons and Fitz. Like as much as we give shit shit to Deke about you know the dumb things he does, like Deke knows tech. He knows his stuff. He yeah. knows how to do and that kind of stuff. He's a good person because he looked Daisy dead in the face and was like, "I just want you to be happy." Right. You know, you didn't. You you rejected my lemons. Um, yes, you did. <laughs> you I forgot about the lemons. <laughs> you, you. You, you you rejected my That's lemons. So right. You rejected I my lemons. This. But I just want <laughs> you to be happy. Right. But I just want you to be happy. And, you know, uh, yeah, I, I just, you know, and, and, th- and that was the first sign, right? And, and so you see, you start getting the idea of what, um, what Enoch said. Like, when, once, once that happens, I'm like, oh, wait, Enoch is right. They technically won't all be together because Deke's staying back in 83. Oh, wait, I, could, I started, I, and that's where I started getting a little yeah. bit more faithful. Like, okay, I see where they're going with uh, this. I still. was never relaxed, so I care. And oh, they should be critics, but, damn it. But then, but then, when, but then yeah. when, when Daisy ends up, like, basically blowing, blowing up the ship with her inside of it to kill off Nathan, and I'm still like, wait, what's going on? Why are you, gonna, wait, are they going to get another Daisy? What, what's happening? Like, the way they pull that entire thing off of just getting everybody yeah. together and Daisy being brought back to life by her sister and them, them doing what the agents always do. And that, that's something that gets me, right? Once they came up with the plan, and this is how it always goes all these seasons, once they come up with a plan, they have the confidence in each other to pull off what they need to pull off. And they do. Agreed. And every single season of Asian Shield has them doing this. Like, we don't know what we're doing. We're just going to wing it. We're going to do this. But once they get that plan together, once they start operating, everybody's, everybody has a role, and everybody does that role well. And pulls it off like the end when I think it was May talking to things. We were talking to Colson was like, Daisy, we can't leave her behind. He's like, no, she has a job to do. She knows how to do it. We have a job to do as well. And, and that's how they do. They, they know that she's, her job is to stay back and hold Nathaniel off and then blow up the ship. And then we save her, you know? And I think that what, what, why I love this show is because they are Asian show, because they have that structure, that's how it's supposed to work, right? Everybody does their own job. And they do it well, and you support, and that and by doing your job well, you support the other person doing what they need to do, and that's how this is always work. And because they're they they're not just coworkers, but a family, they have that trust to be able to do that, and so it just pulls off so well, just pulls off so well. Um, I was gonna say, uh, I have one thing in here, um. Oh, when when Gemma didn't had didn't have her memory, and Daisy shows up to to save him, he's like, "Why are you wearing that costume? It's for protection. Man. Can I have one?" I almost squared up with Gemma. I was like, "It's a uniform." It's, <laughs> like, yes, we'll, we'll get you one if you move. But but the, but the funny thing about it was it plays off of what happened uh last, the episode before that when when um Susan was making fun of Daisy for calling her, uh, for having the name Quake. <laughs> You know, it's like so he made fun of that episode with trimmers. I thought yeah. it was quick. Watch it, bitch. Yeah. All right. Watch it, watch it. Watch it. Leave it to Beaver. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> Just peachy. Um, you words, man. Uh, I, I love uh, when when Deke was trying to imitate Fitz. Uh, yes. Uh, for 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 Sema, and he put his yeah. hands on his hips, and I was like, "That's yes. a pretty good fit." Like, That's a good fit. Talking in an off-brand British accent. Yeah, and like talking really fast and hurried. With the hand. I was like, "Oh, that." Deke could do us if we don't bring Leopold Fitz back. He could do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the uh, the fact that uh, them all uh, going back to the idea of an 084 again, going back to season one with all the way they they do all this stuff. And first, Applecare told me that season one didn't matter. Right. And 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 season seven says 
AppleCare was wrong. <laughs> it says quite plainly, all the pieces matter. It's all connected. Mm-hmm. Everything they've done Which... played into this. Like even the fact that they their last meeting's in the framework, dude. Which I didn't realize until like way later than I probably should have. I was right. just freaking out that they're all back together. Right. Right. But once you realize that they're in the framework, you're like, oh, sh- they've done everything here. That, yeah, right. Basically, that, they, and then we, we just make this a yearly thing. We come back here. And the fact that they're all in the middle of doing something else, you know, like I said, I mean, just jump, jump to the end real quick. That the, the final scene of everybody and, and what they were doing, like literally in the middle of their jobs, and like, oh, yeah, we took a, took a break to, to sit down and meet with our friends. You know, and, and see how everybody's doing and how everybody's going. And, you know, a year later after, after they basically have saved the world, they come together and you see that, you know, they're also agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They're all still doing what they've done. Although you know, maybe we'll get Daisy and Susan and the rest, you know, and Core being agents of S.W.O.R.D. Okay. later on. But No, we won't. Stop it. You need to stop. <laughs> I'm Your just saying. No, it's not going to happen. We know. That we, well, well, here's my thing. We know S.W.O.R.D. is coming. And I'm not saying that well, I'm not saying I'm not saying they're gonna be like a whole show or anything like that. But if they show up, you know, or we see a no, name, these actors are off to bigger and better things, and God bless them for it. Don't I mean, come what, back but, for a cameo. But I mean, what's, um, what's, a, what's bigger than doing like an MCU movie? Actually, then okay. Um, <laughs> there were, first of all, there are only Shield logos on that ship. I slowed down the. Scene. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I want to have these conversations now because I understand the impulse because we are all greedy. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're all, yeah. We're all like, <laughs> I want more. God, but for them, to, like the end of Angel is perfect. I don't know yeah. if you guys watch Angel, but the end of Angel is the apocalypse happens in LA, and they say, "What are we going to do?" Angel says, "I want to fight the dragon," and it ends. So you get kind of like the story always continues because they always fight. The end of this story is family. Yeah, the point, no, the purpose yeah. of the story is family. And and, uh, and and you're right. Yeah, you're right. It's like you know, not to be greedy. You're, you're going to have the greedy aspects, right? We can say, "Well, they can do this," but I, I'm with you. I honestly believe we probably won't see any of them ever again. And that's fine, though, because the way they did this season, they can... Well, here's the thing. They, you might not see these actors again, but their legacies and who they are exactly. can be. So, so maybe you don't the see... the Academy gets mentioned. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like, so maybe you don't see Daisy and Souza in you know, Captain Marvel 2, but you might hear a mention of an Agent Johnson somewhere, somewhere doing something, right? right. They're there in the world, and you know it's around, right? And so I think that's the thing that that made it so well is they put them back into the world that they came from and made them matter. Right. And, and, and they're there. So like you said, Col- the Colson Academy, we know May is teaching there. We know Mac is on a helicarrier and is more than likely the director of shield, because even before they remember, there was no real shield at this point. In the but now they've, they've separated Nick Fury from shield by putting him in sword. Exactly. And so now if you mentioned Sh- uh, shield, maybe there's a mention of a director McKenzie or something like that. Like there's a way to do this and still keep the legacy that what they've done on agent shield going without directly bringing them in there. Of course, we're always going to be greedy. Not gonna, I'm not gonna sit there and try to lie and say I'm not gonna be this greedy. Is, this is why God made fan fiction right. kids because exactly. keyboards, <laughs> right? <laughs> however, however, the last thing what they what they did with the show is not only just a love letter to all of us for the last seven years, but they made it so that this the show stands the test of time. This show isn't a race from MCU history. For the longest time, people try to make it seem like, well, it's not really part of the MCU and it's not really there. It's like not according to what they've done here. They can absolutely, you can absolutely see that the, that group is part of the history of the MCU. Absolutely. So, yeah, 
it's and, it's and even more so like obviously thematically and obviously functionally but they did it we basically got in game the sh- the show mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. episode because mm-hmm. not only is it like the oblique reference to oh the quantum realm we see the quantum realm. they're they're there way longer than the Avengers were mm-hmm. and when you explain the timeline of the episode when Fitz goes into the box and shrinks he immediately pop for him it's an immediate pop up mm-hmm. in the in the bar because the quantum realm travels you through space and time mm-hmm. so the season never happened for Fitz yeah <laughs> he hopped in that box said hey go rescue our friends to his wife. And then he next thing he sees, he's in the bar, like, all right, so we did it. Where's Cora? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, you know what's gonna happen? I have a basic framework. I'm just gonna look. Sorry, I'm right. the same everything now, but I understand your anger. <laughs> also, that off-brand anime helmet looks a lot like the helmet he wore when he showed up in the, on the Kree vessel in yes. the uh, the alternate future. Yes. Yes, with Enoch. Yes. Yeah. 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 And also Enoch, yo. The year he spent in the past mattered. Yeah. Got out the Enoch. Yeah. Again, it's another one of those things where we they teach us things and we were like we and they had our mind go certain directions, even if it wasn't mm-hmm. fully. You kind of just had that in the back of your mind going, what, "What what did Enoch do for that decade? What was he doing?" It's like, oh, he was seeding the part. Also going to the idea of, um, it's also part of the plan. He seeded the parts Yo, in the history. Now we know why Enoch was going to kill these motherfuckers to keep the clan secret. Mm-hmm. Take them all out. Yeah, it's like. You guys are not going to fuck this up. <laughs> you know? See, funny is we, we watched them fucking a bunch of hunters later on. And yeah. I'm like, wait a second. So Enoch, yeah. okay, all right, I get you. Yeah. Enoch's on that whole power trip. Because like, apparently he had that, they, Fitz programmed his desire to keep his child safe into Enoch. Yes. Yeah, that was, and that's, and that's that the thing. You kill her mother. Do what you got to do. Do not let them touch my child. And, and that was the thing, right? It's, it's not that it was about protecting Gemma or protecting Fitz. It was, you find out it's about protecting their child. It was like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not kidding. Everything me. makes more sense. <laughs> right. Oh. But Gemma did a great job. Like when, when she got a memory reaction, it makes no sense. Why would we do that? Why would we rush back? Mm-hmm. First of all, because of the first world time travel. What do we want? Time travel. When do we want? Irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> And also because that's his daughter, man. Like, I, I like it. It was, it was one of those things that they didn't have to make ever make text, but enough subtext is laid that you can make the connections, and it makes everything more powerful. Like, I really do want to go watch, go back and watch six and seven. Mm-hmm. Like, I really want to watch them as one complete thing because I think even my complaints with six would be lessened. Yeah, because if you look at because everything is designed to set up for seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they gave May emotive power so that they could pull off the plan. There's mm-hmm. no other reason for her to have those powers, right? It's like obviously like the thematic growth of the character. Well, yeah, and and that her her empathy and Core's powers then basically turn all the hunters into Enoch. <laughs> right? Basically, turned them all yeah. on the friend, you know, friend until the end. You know, it's it's great. I also love the fact that um, again, there were just so many small things. The fact that they brought by Davis for Piper, and they're yeah. the car. <laughs> right, and I'm just like, and he's like, well, you program me to drive slow. And they're just, they're like the old married couple arguing again. You're just like, this is perfect. This is great. Like, I love those two together as this. Like, it's. <sighs> I like that Davis didn't have any like Colson esque. Uh... Existential crisis over what he is, and then I'm like, "Fuck this, dude! You made me dumber, right? You made me dumber. I can tell, feel it, <laughs> right?" And then, and then the scene of just, just like, well, they're arguing. Uh, um, 
uh, Alina Yo-Yo just steps out of the car and just goes and just like, I'll meet you guys there. He's <laughs> on so, the other side of the compound. Just, this I just, show. Oh, and by the way, all those great hallways all season, worth it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All the reuse in the bar set, worth mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every dime. Holy shit, they spent money. <laughs> that looks great. Like, every, yeah. there's not one moment that you're like, ah, oh, look at this. Like, there's, we have, we were, we were the Flash here. Mm-hmm. There are moments. Yeah. There are moments. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Y'all, speaking of being, when y'all talk about being greedy, the only thing that would have been, and I know that they probably couldn't do this, the only thing that would have been a cherry on top is if we could have got Robbie and Deathlock somewhere while we were streaming around all these timelines. I that's the only it's, it's a good season, but I but those two characters would have been over the yeah. top because I when I was doing my rewatch, I was like, God damn, I miss <laughs> Robbie because it, it just his special effects and what he mm-hmm. did. It would have been beautiful, even nothing for a split second in the background, right. or, or you know, or or just something to get to move them to another stage or or something. Even if they popped up like, oh, wrong timeline and just backed out. <laughs> well, Karen, that's what got me is that I was hoping that we'd get like an almost an in-game type scene where Fitz would be like, aim to shield a symbol and open a bunch of portals and bring these motherfuckers back. Like I was ready for that. So, so here's the funny thing. So, so when they show up in the bar, I actually thought for a second there that the one of the dudes there was Trip, and they had gone. I thought that they had done that. I thought they had gotten different agents from their past oh, to come and got it back together. And again, that's, again, this is just us being greedy, yeah, right? This is like being greedy. This is not a would have right. made it better. This is just us having a conversation right, right. about where but, expectations but, were. So I thought that, and so it didn't happen. But then when you realized that it was Victoria Hand that shot Garrett, I was like, you know what though? This worth is better. It. <laughs> worth it. <laughs> worth it. Worth it. Worth it. She got a revenge. That's all I needed. You know, it's just. Oh, Man, I I just it's so good. Like you know them revealing what they use Flint for the, the fact that Flint is now alive and is in you know in this timeline now and is going to school at the Colson Academy and like all this stuff. Man, it's just how how can you they, they pulled it off? Like uh, Deepa, I know last week you were saying when we were doing our review. You were a little nervous about, hey, you know, it's serious, serious now. You never know if they're going to pull it off. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I was a little nervous, too. I, I don't like saying it, that it stuff, though. Nerves. I had confidence in them. It's just, it's, you know, we see a lot of serious finales. It's just hard. And so I, I it was one of the, the, the way I handle that kind of stuff. I just don't talk about it. So I was just like, it's going to be fine. I, I just, it, it, no, it's going to be good. But I'm not going to lie. I'm sitting there going, like, what if they, like, every now and then, like, what if they don't pull it off? What if something happens? Like, seven years, and I'm like, it's still going to be good. I'll still be fine with it. But it's like, I'll have that lingering feeling. But, like, as the time went on, as I was watching the show, and I was like, no. And at the end of that first episode, when you go into the next one, when after Fitch shows up, you're like, oh, no, they're going to do this. They're going to pull it off. And then we get that scene at the end with them all sitting around, just having that moment. And then when I knew when, when he was talking, again, you hear it when he's talking to Mac and you're like, oh, he, Mac rebuilt Lola for him. And when Colson gets into Lola and t- I'm just like, again, this is. I mean, I'm going to step in here a little respect to the director, Lola 2.0. I'm sorry, Lola 2.0. Yes. Because yeah. that motherfucker clean. Yeah. There's <laughs> colors and everything. I Man, just, look. I just, it just. It even made me distracted from the fact that that city is very poorly rendered in the last shot. Yeah. I'm not even worried about it. <laughs> no. It's wow. just... City have no one in it. Don't worry about that. I mean, well, I mean, if, if it's still the game timeline, maybe half the people are still dead. So Look at this flying-ass car. Right. Right. It's a flying-ass car. <laughs> um, 
And again, it's just that thing of like, you know, kind of beginning where you're in. Here's Cole. I think that we didn't the first season end with what with Colson flying off with, with with Sky in 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 the car. Or I know he did the first episode. Maybe the first, first episode. episode. First episode with him flying off with Dave, the exact with Sky same. in the car. It's the way they did um the end of uh, Justice League Unlimited and Batman in the original Batman series. Mm-hmm. They ended with the same the first shot of the Batman series. Yeah, it's just the same like, thing they did here. Begin how you you know end how you begin and like how can you how can you not like this show how can you not love this show like this is I don't know what else to say about it I don't know what else to say uh, y'all got anything Karen, I, I do Karen, have some emails yeah Karen please you 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 got the first final word here because I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't know I'm not, I'm not ready to talk about it yet I how can I say this? This show has been one of the best series I've ever watched. I've out me and watch a lot of TV, but as far as like superheroes, it's it's my comic books. You know, because I got introduced to a lot of characters that y'all have read in comic books. So, you know, this is my Daisy Johnson. This is, you know, mm. my Deathlock, you know, because it was like they took comic books and all these different versions and they introduce them to me as somebody who don't read all the comic books and so for me i think that they did a beautiful job of taking the decades and all the history of ages of shield and condensing them into seven seasons because they actually probably could have went a lot longer with all the history and all the backgrounds and all the spinoffs and all that stuff but i like that the people that were over it cared about comics uh, and so we actually got what we deserved. And truth be told, if in human, I think it was Inhumans, the show Inhumans would have been done correctly. It would have been beautiful to cross those two shows over. Like, like if it would have been done right, uh, because they actually do intertwine together in some way. Um, but I think the story that they tell, in my opinion, was absolutely perfect. Uh, I couldn't ask. I personally couldn't ask for a better ending. Um, I'm glad I got a happy ending. <laughs> I'm I'm not going to lie. You know, at first I thought Daisy was dead and I was like, mm, is she really dead? I hope not. I'm glad she came back. Uh, like I said, I'm a sucker for happy endings. Uh, it had me on the edge the whole time because the number one question every episode, which was hilarious, the beginning of the episode was worth it. End of the episode was worth it. Worth it. The whole, <laughs> the whole back half of the season. And so I think they did a beautiful job by having him in there and it's like time never stopped for him. And for me, I'm going to miss the show. I'm going to miss hearing you guys talk about the show, just the happiness and the joy and the background and the history that you guys give about the show. I'm that like, that's the part I'm going to miss. I'm kind of going to miss the community around the show more than anything else. Uh, and I just want to tell you two guys, just thank you. Thank you for covering it. Just the, the joy and the happiness that comes along with that. Oh, now I'm going to cry. Yeah, I don't take compliments. Well, you can't do this. <laughs> um, thank you for saying all that. Because we, I can speak for Chris. The last seven years, for me, have been a true labor of love because I did grow up on this. I, I, you talk about the things that formed my morality or built me as a person or defined deep home as a man through my formative years. Tolstoy and the Bible and those old school like morality plays never really clicked with me. I got it, but I didn't appreciate it. 
But if I could read a book where Peter Parker's got to make rent or save the day and he saves the day, I get that. If I watch, if I read Claremont's X-Men run, I'm, I, I'm a better person because I read that book. And for them to take that same spirit of selflessness, the same core ethos of Marvel Comics with great power comes great responsibility and translate it to the television screen for seven years. From the beginning, the 084 hunt was because these weapons are too dangerous and it's our responsibility to check them down. Then it was, it's our responsibility to stop Hydra because it started under our watch. And at any point in this whole thing, any one of these characters, I'm like, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> this is from the world. I've been drowned. I've been brain damaged. Colson says it. He says, like, I, none of y'all, we're not going to get into this contest. I've, I've died like seven times, guys. Yo, Colson, stay dying. Haiti's <laughs> <laughs> a wonderful, magical, beautiful place, but he didn't want to go back there. And so for me, like, this, this is the win for us. Like Karen said, like, I too am a sucker for happy ending. I'm just inclined not to believe them. <laughs> but man, this, this, uh, particularly in the way 2020 unfolded, I'm right. sure they've got like a heartbreaker ending they filmed. They're like, no, nah, we can't, no. Nah. <laughs> right. Right. Fitz, Fitz actually <laughs> did have cancer and not really there. Yeah. yeah. 2020, dog. We can't just crush them with this. And I appreciate the restraint. I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, I'm really happy that they got to tell the story they wanted to tell. I'm exceedingly happy they got two seasons they didn't think they were going to get and made such good use of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, bravo to everyone involved. They did a lot of things that Whedon's do. They, they, they play on what is a man, which they did with Colson, and they play on what is your family is the, the people, your, fa- your friends, your family you choose. And that's the two big ethos in a lot of their product or projects. And you can go back and watch and read those if you want. But I think this is their magnum opus. This is them, the fullest realization of what they've been trying to do. Because on Buffy, you love the Scoobies. They really, the show's called Buffy. This is the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. If I asked you who the lead was, you'd say, what season? Or which episode? (laughs) This is a true ensemble cast. Right. Like Karen said earlier, no one is where they started. Like, Mac is the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. (laughs) Mac is the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. This thing was a, 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 mechanic on an off-brand ship <laughs> he tried to quit several times no he kept trying to leave <laughs> now i got the duster he got the duster now he got the duster oh i don't care i got a i got opposite view understatement of the year <laughs> these characters have been through it all they've been to the fucking future twice in the past in someone else's future it's bananas <laughs> the shit they pulled off on television right and if this is the audacity with which the spirit with which Marvel television is moving forward, buckle up, people, because WandaVision is going to be some shit. I don't know what they're going to do. Oh, I'm so excited about that. Well, remember, WandaVision ties directly into the next Doctor Strange film, which is titled The Multiverse of Madness. So we can only imagine what's going to happen there. Um, and, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, out, yeah. I'm out of words. <laughs> I just I want to voice my appreciation for the show. I want to voice my appreciation for y'all listening to us babble about the show every week. Um, because this is something that, like, no shit. I love Marvel Comics. Love Marvel Comics. And for seven years, I got a little butter every week. And the letters are gonna stop next week, and that sucks. Right. But I didn't destroy all the letters. And I just like Karen, I'm gonna go back and get me a rewatching sometime soon because 
I don't think we're leaving inside anytime soon. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, apparently, so, uh, theaters are opening I, up on the twentieth, but uh, not for me. <laughs> not for me. Um, it's funny. Karen brought up uh, Inhumans, and I love the fact that the Asian, the Asian ship was like, "What? Inhumans? We have Inhumans? Yeah, we we do have Inhumans." They're like, "No, the podcast right to fit that the, show." The, the TV, the TV show Inhumans. You were just like, "What? What? 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 What TV show? I don't know what you're talking about." I stand by all those recordings as long as they're still on the internet. If they're not on the internet, then I take them all back. Well, no, no, we said that the, it wasn't very good. Oh, no, I, I'm the one voice defending it for too long. Oh, me. okay. Right. Yeah. It was me. I was, I was the last one on, on, on yeah. Inhumans Island. Like, maybe don't turn around, guys. You don't know. Let it finish the story um, and tell it. Uh, it could have been great. Yeah. That, that's all I was saying. It could have, it could have had something here. Could have been. Sorry, I, I, I have feelings about this. I, I think you guys said all the things I, I kind of wanted to say about this. One, I think the biggest thing is kind of, it's so it's so weird because it's not like I'm gonna stop recording or I'm gonna stop talking to you two. Like we have so many other podcasts and so many other episodes things we do talk on, but it does feel something different when you're no longer reviewing this. Like I didn't even feel this way about Arrow, and I've been reviewing Arrow. I loved Arrow, but it's like, oh, okay, cool, that's yeah, fine, it's, it's over. But like Agent of Shield, I think you know what it is for me with Agent of Shield. I don't think there's another show like it, right? Right. Um, you know, the closest thing I can see is Legends. Even Legends, a little bit too, and I love Legends, right? Don't get me wrong, I love Legends. So I'm a little too hokey, a little, little too like ridiculous yeah, at times. They, they, they're able to, the swing is bigger. The, the swing, swing is bigger. ridiculous. Yeah, this show uh-huh. has the perfect balance of seriousness, sci-fi, humor, knowing when to hit you in the gut, when to like the nuances of this show, and the fact that it is a sci-fi show, and it was on ABC. It wasn't put on CW. It wasn't put on HBO. It was put on network TV for seven seasons, and. And it was doing, up until the last two, 22 episodes a season. That's a dying breed of a sh- TV show. Like, we used to, like, Deepo, you said that about comics. I feel the same way about comics. But to, to take a look up in, in the TV, that's how I watch TV. There were so many TV shows growing up for me that fell into that, whether it was Star Trek or something else, that fell into this, this, this category of these sci-fi uh, TV shows that, that had all these nuances in them. A lot of them never got seven seasons. Obviously, Star Trek did, but some of them never got seven seasons, never really got the high profile in this. They were usually relegated to like the sci-fi channel or something like that. This was put on primetime TV on ABC uh, for seven years um, and, and, and was unapologetic about it and then had the backing and the promotion you know, of the studio network behind it. Like, they never lacked on this. Like, this is clearly tied to the MCU, yeah, but then also the fact that they knew that it coming to an end like this required them to do all these interviews, and they gave the, the cast and crew uh, the, the, the Hall H at, uh, at, at, um, at San Diego Comic-Con last year. Like, they've done all this stuff to really put their foot behind this show uh and 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 show that we're not just kind of throwing it out there and forgetting about it. No, we understand there's a fan base here. So that's the thing that I'm 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 going to miss one watching the show every week, talking about it and 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 like you said the community around it. The fact that, you know, there will be other shows, other great shows, other great comic book shows, but I I just don't know if there'll be something like Asian Shield again, which like you said is an ensemble cast that really focuses on not that like we we this is a lot of times with people talking about the Flash, and they compare it, complain about some of the other characters not getting enough shine. It's like, well, the show is still called The Flash, right? It's still called that title mm-hmm. character. This is different. Like I said, Legend of Tomorrow is the closest one I can see to it. 
because again, you know, it's also sometimes hard to kind of figure out who the lead is. Although it, it's KD, you know, outside of KD, it's kind of hard sometimes to figure out who the who the who the lead is. But like for this show, it's like everyone's a lead. Everyone's just as important because it's always been a, a team, and so. So I'll have to miss that. I'm gonna 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 miss that. You know, um, uh, there's gonna be one of those things that every few years I'm gonna be like, yo, you know what I need to do? I need to do a rewatch of Agent of Shield. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna be one of those things. It's, it's gonna I'm gonna have to do that to to give myself that space. Um, all right, we got several emails from people. So um, let me read this. So uh, this one from Sharon it says, "Good morning. I'm attempting to send in my first email about my favorite show. I listen on Stitcher, and I'm happy." Actually, you know what? You might be one of the few people I know that listen to us on Stitcher. So I'm glad that I have not canceled all of our Stitcher feeds. I will make sure I keep that going. Stitcher always sometimes gives me trouble. So sometimes I, I be like forgetting about Stitcher. So I am glad somebody still listens to us on Stitcher. Uh, and I am happy to, found, uh, to have found black people who love both Asians of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, I tried to send another email and I'm not sure if it went through. Uh, is there a, a, superl- a superlative left for this show? I, I thought the finale was awesome. One of my favorite parts was made when she said, I'm the Calvary. Yes, she is in my deep on voice. All I can hear is Chris saying this motherfucking show. Uh, <laughs> enjoy your enjoy you guys, and we'll miss Asian Shield and tell legends. Thank you very much. I'm glad you found us. Um, Wait, did she, what she heard last episode? So she knows that the fringe cast is coming, right? Yeah. So I mean, uh, apparently, I've, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard rumors. I've heard rumors that Deep Palm is re- recording a fringe podcast later this fall. Deep Palm, this is great. See, whispers. <laughs> Yeah, this is wonderful. This is wonderful. Karen, 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 are you are you on that? Are, are you are you are you on that podcast with, with Deepalm? I, I don't know. I... Stop, stop it, Chris. <laughs> Just keep reading your pod. Keep reading your emails. We'll, we'll deal with this later. Oh, uh, Felix says, "Hey guys, it's Felix here. <laughs> I said this in on time. I can't believe the day has finally come. Been watching Agent Shield since day one and listen to uh, every one of your recaps. Uh, thank you. I mean, and this is what we're talking about when we say like." The community we kind of build around this show. It's so funny, Karen. When you were talking, it hit me on the last. I don't know why I didn't think about this. I was like, man, I should have brought Rod on because I remember Rod used to be on that. What is the Asian of Shield cast or whatever that yeah. show was where they didn't like Asian of Shield? And Rod would be the only person on Defending that podcast that would like and defend that show. And eventually he stopped doing it because it was like, yeah, dude, you gotta you gotta love yourself. But I remember he used to he used to be on there. He'd be the only one going like, hey guys, I, I actually enjoyed the episode. I thought it was pretty good. And so. Like that's the community we built around it. Uh, the community of people that that stuck to, to with this show past that first half of the uh, first season, stuck to all the criticism, and have seen something. It become the greatest show, one of the greatest shows on TV. It's like, yeah, just so incredible. Um, can't believe the day has finally come. Watch the Asian shows. As as sad as I am that the journey is over, I am also really happy that we got a run as good as it as it had. Sure, there were some iffy moments like how Trip died and how boring Lincoln was, but for all the flows it had it had at times, I haven't seen a show improve to the degree Shield did, and as consistently as it did over the years. I may be hyperbolic as I'm only 26 and I haven't watched as much stuff as you guys, but for me, this show was one of my cornerstones through a lot of good and bad times. Now I. I mean, I think that's one of the great things about TV, movies, and and even comics. You know, it's like they get people through. Like, that's the thing about these mediums; they get people through hard times. You know, they're there with you through your ups and downs. You have that constant, and and to me, that's the other thing too. We 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 haven't mentioned it because I feel like they got a peak around like episode season five. Like not a not like a peak where they just couldn't improve anymore, but like they got to a hundred percent right at season by by season five. It was like. At this point, there's nowhere else to go. At this point, you just, you you peaked out. You you tapped out. But that's right. After after see that first half of season one, they kept improving and they kept getting better. And we kept looking at them, going like, I have not seen a show 
that continually gets better season after season reaches its peak and reaches its, its pinnacle and then stays there, you know, at tip top shape throughout seven seasons. Like most shows don't do that. There's, there's a time when you come in and you're like, yeah, yeah, no, I love this show, but skip season four and only watch like half of season five. Right. You can't do that with Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like you better watch. And even that, even that first half of that first season that you're like, if you on, you still got to watch it to get the payoff later on. So it's like, I'm sorry. Who's if on? Let's be realistic. Here. Let's be really real here. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to roll up deep on this, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to give, I'm trying to give some people some, some leeway. And I, I'm no, the show's over. What are we saving for? I love, Fuck I'm, I'm going to finish this email, but I, 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 I want to bring up the fact that, um, it just hit me. The black guy that shows up at the end with the last piece when he says it's either one of the Koenigs or one of uh or Enoch that gave him the piece, and I'm just like, man, them Koenigs, man, they just stayed stayed they everywhere, ain't they? How oh. many of them is it? Is about forty five of them. <laughs> I mean, well, you have LMD technology; you can have as many as you Multiplying need. Multiplying like tribbles, right? <laughs> um, seeing all the great moments in these final episodes brought me nothing but joy. Even the bittersweet one was hit right, hit just right. I'm so happy Deepom was wrong about Fist dying, but I made my peace with him and it happened. I think we all did. I'm so happy uh, Nathaniel got his Nazi-adjacent Nazi ass blown the fuck out. I'm so happy Daisy's sister saw the light. I'm so happy Mac and Yo-Yo got their happy ending. So happy that, to see Fitz frolicking with his wife and daughter in the end. That's the most well-deserved fucking retirement in TV history. Yeah, they've been through so much. They've been through so much. It's been like end of the world, end of the world. We almost died. Particularly Fitz and Simmons, we're separated. We're together. We're separated. Those two have been through some shit now. Yeah, yeah, they've been through. Also, the fact that they were like, you know, they're and they're like the only two that we know are kind of still like, you know, Shield adjacent, but not really like in Shield. And they and because they deserve that retirement, they deserve to be with their family. But also the fact that. Their daughter's so smart, and they're like, she wants. To, I can't remember what she wa- wanted, and Fitz is like, she can't do it. And, and Jim was like, she wants to design her own fish. She wants to design her own fish, and Fitz is like, well, that's kind of illegal. She's like, well, I mean, it's possible. Fitz, we can't do that. She says, just not legally, <laughs> yes, right, right. Which is awesome because they're both morally uh, like, right. If you think about it, the last season was their last, te- like their last crucible as a couple. Because not only did she not know where her husband was. She literally forgot her daughter because she knew that if she knew she had a daughter out there, she wouldn't go through it. Yeah. Yep. And that's the like, talk to your parent friends. <laughs> the sacrifice of erasing your child from your mind. Yeah. Yeah, that that makes sense. Why she was like, I don't want to forget. I don't like like all of yeah. it begins to make more sense. Mm-hmm. And when they removed the implant, how she just literally just grow. I was like, whatever it is, it is because she looks like she's about to, to scream out of her mind. Uh, two things I want to say. Number one about Lincoln. I think about Lincoln, what I realized on a rewatch, Lincoln was not that bad of a character. I think the the problem that I had watching it live was they did that someone will die thing mm-hmm. and it yeah. ruined it because yeah. it ended up being Lincoln and people was like, Lincoln? You know, versus when you go back and rewatch it and you don't have the push in the, push in the background, you know, behind that, because that was the first and only season they did that, and I'm glad they stopped that shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and, and, like, when you, if you watch it like that, like, straight without uh, all that promotion in the background, all that pushing we got, Lincoln is not actually a bad character. His character actually makes sense. Like, like they actually did what they were supposed to do where it wasn't over the top, but I think that that affected people's views on Lincoln, in my opinion, was that. And also, Chris, when you were talking about the writers, 
one thing you have to do is give credit to the writers and to the people who give directions to allow the writers to write the stories that they want to write. Because a lot of times writers have these ideas, like this whole thing they want to do. And sometimes the studios and higher up, they want to put their hand in it. They want to wish you, they like, they, they want to, to fuck up the vision that the writers have. And then it ends up not being what the writers really want to do. And you can tell the writers actually sit down and fleshed it out and be like, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's make it connect. Because writers actually, that's their job to actually fill in the circles and go back and forth. And actually a lot of the reward we got is because of the writing. So I give the writers credit from the beginning to the end, actually growing and building this world and, and all the connections and rewarding you for watching the show. Well, you know, I mean, we brought this up before. <laughs> it sounds so, so ridiculous that other shows don't do this, but we know that we've, from, from shows that have those, those bad seasons, even things like The Flash, where they admit that it's like, oh, well, we didn't really know what the end of the season was going to be, and we were making it up as we went along the fly, right? And it's very clear that the Agent Shield wasn't doing that. Like, they knew what the end was going to be. They knew what they were writing towards, and each season was planned out and is fully. Now, maybe they didn't know in the next season they were going to get something, and they had to start, you know, and they had to connect all this that way, but that season's all worked together, because I think it was around either three or four, I think definitely four, where they were definitely doing the whole breaking the season out, breaking the 22 episodes out into quarters. And each season, each, each quarter had its own theme that tied into the next one. And it's like, it's amazing when you do that, how easily everything connects together and, and flows to the end. So you have an easy connection from the end of your season to the beginning of your season, and it doesn't feel so disconnected. And I think that is something that, once again, we're going to miss because a lot of shows don't do that. Then again, a lot of shows aren't also this long where, where they're able to do it. So we'll see. Um, Deke, as much as, he, as uh, much as he was a goof, made a big sacrifice to save his friends, and also Prophet just was it. <laughs> so was it really a big sacrifice? Right. Uh, <laughs> just such a good ending to a spectacular show. Truly the end of an era. If I never see any of these characters again in any of the future MCU stuff, I'd be perfectly fine with it. Although Daisy being in the future stuff would be really fucking cool. I watched Elizabeth Henstridge's uh, live stream afterwards, and man, that was such a good standoff. So you got a lot of the cast and crew on to share feeling, uh, to share feels about the whole thing and just had a lovely time. Then she invited something like a thousand fans on, on the Zoom call with the cast and crew, and they all did a spies goodbye. Honestly, just a warm, uh, just warms my heart seeing them get their roses. Everyone crying and laughing. Going to really miss the show, but still hopeful about the future project of all these folks. Hope they all get the well-deserved respect for, uh, for, for this uh, accomplishment. Jen and Marissa uh, did a hell of a job. Also, shout out to Elizabeth Hentrich for being from my city. Love seeing a girl from uh, Sheffield uh, profi- uh, prospering in uh, Hollywood. Her and Sean being our biggest exports. Ha, ha, ha. Love you all. Can't wait for the episode. Felix out. Um, all right. Some more emails here. Gene says, what a finale. I didn't even really know where to start, so I'm just going to simply say thank you, too, for existing. It has been such a blast to hear you guys talk about this amazing show week after week. I feel, there, I feel like there's been so many ways these characters could live on in the MCU, but of course, no expectations. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on, on the finale. Um, let's see here. And then Karen says, hey, Chris and Deepom, what an awesome show. Season after season it was never uh, the same, and it just kept getting better and better. I loved every uh, callback, the Calvary uh, 084s, Lola. The season definitely should be considered 6B. Returning to the temple um, 
We should be considered 6B. Yeah, I, again, I, I feel like this is like 6 and 7 are basically one season. When you put it together, it, 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 it makes mm-hmm. sense. Uh, returning to the Temple definitely tied them together. I, I, liked last, uh, I liked last week when they aligned with in-game and their time travel mechanics, but I didn't expect the uh, Quantum Realm tie-in, let alone an appearance. Uh, I love how Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. has often tied in with the rest of the MCU and Marvel at large. Obviously, there was Winter Soldier and Hydra, but also the Darkhold, Ghost Rider, got introduced around the time of Doctor Strange. And the framework is around the time of Secret Empire. Now, in game and time travel. I was wondering if you guys could reflect on the show as a whole. What was your favorite story, uh, season, storyline, moment in the show? Sorry, I missed the deadline in the last review, but I called Fitzsimmons baby and still have such an awesome reveal. Uh, I love listening to each of you, uh, each of your reviews for the show. So thanks for the laughs. Um, let me just answer that. Like, what, what was what was some of your favorite? I mean, we've obviously talked about this, 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 this. Uh, this season at the end of the series, but what was your favorite season and storyline? Mine was Bobby Reyes. Like I absolutely going back and rewatching it. I absolutely love just the way they introduced him, his powers, you know, that season from what I heard was very expensive. And so (laughs) whenever they utilize his powers, it was just beautiful. Uh, to just watch it in his background. And one thing that I do hate, I wish that they would have done the spinoff show about him that they were planning on doing. And I do mm-hmm. hope they do it. They might do it in an anime form, which I think is better because they can actually do more. But I absolutely loved him, particularly him when him and Daisy would do things together. That at a, And I love everything. That one in the LMD season, I enjoyed that one. But I think that one was my, my personal favorite. The crazy thing is, that's all one season. Yeah, that's that's what, I was going to say. I, I think to me, it's, it, and that thing that's season five, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, season yeah. five. I mean, it's hard no, for me to. Four. Season four. Is it four? Season five is the one Okay, you're right. Um, yeah, I think season four is mine, just because season four to me is the one where they really just split it out into the, the four sections, and so you got all, like you said, you got all these different crazy things. You got <laughs> LMDs. You got you got Ghost Riders. You got the framework. So it's like you got the Agents of Hydra thing, like. It's it's the one where you really got them. They really leaned into the 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 quarter the quarter season structure, um, right. and it, it was just hitting on all cylinders. And it, it's again, it's still hard to pick. If, but if I had to pick one, it's just that one because that one to me just hit it hit all the things I didn't think that the show would do. You know, so I'm gonna echo you there. My favorite season is probably four. Those seven's got a good fucking run in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. My favorite yeah. episode will always be Turn, Turn, Turn. Yeah. If you don't know, that's the episode where Hydra's revealed. Yeah. Because mm. just like season four is the episode where, like, this is the stuff I didn't think I could do. Season one, Turn, 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 the episode where they tell you, here's what we can do. Yeah. It's when they and tell you, yeah. tell you, all the bets are off. We gave you a world, we established that world, we made you feel comfortable in that world, and now we're telling you, we're going to blow that motherfucker up. Good luck. Hold on. And from that point forward, they're running for their fucking lives. Yep. And it's and that's truly the beginning. Like, I, I think the first half of the season, first season, or first three quarters of the first season is very good because mm-hmm. it establishes so much of the language and the world and the and and and, and the you can't we talk about this in DC movies. You can't give me else worlds unless you tell me where it came from. Yeah. True. Them on the run doesn't matter unless I've seen them comfortable. It, that's a good point that after turn, 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 everything is upended. 
Shield is no it's a dead sprint it, we, from we, we, Seven. Because we we have we have a show called Agent of Shield, but there is no official Shield. Mm-mm. Shield was Hydra. Shield is on the run. They and speculated they might change the title, but they never did. And they right, and we were like, "Well, they're going to change the title," and they never did. <laughs> it's it's it kept it going for six and a half, four seasons, six and a half, four years, and 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 so it's like you're right. It's like. It showed them, like, what other show do you have where they take the, the general premise of the show and they literally go halfway through the first season going like, now, you know what now, guys? Now that you guys are comfortable and now you guys know what the, you think know how the thing is going to work? Fuck all that. <laughs> Apple Care said it's going to be a spy procedural. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Oh, fuck all that. Oh, by the way, we're going to throw in Inhumans coming into the next season. I mean, they don't. They don't tell you that, but they're like you start getting the slow hints in the season two, where you're like, "Wait, are they gonna go in humans? No, they're not. Is it's maybe Sky Daisy Johnson? Are they gonna do secret? No, wait, they, they, they are. It's just that's the thing. Like, it's the show. It's just so good, so good at how they pulled all this off. And um, yeah, I mean, like, and and I'll, and I'll say this. You know what? How they did this makes me very, very excited for those Disney Plus shows. Mm-hmm. Because those are going to have the money, and those are all in their fight. Yo, a, that's a lot of balls to put this kind of weirdness on ABC. That's what I'm saying. It's like, there's, there's not going to be another show like this. You know, there's, there's, there's not. This is the last of the room. This, I'm this, dead breathing. This is the last. The, yeah. the last. This is the last. They're going to kill it a couple times. Right. And, and like, they fought for this. Like, if, if, if they... If they did not have the backing of somebody at ABC, this would have been gone. ABC was trying to get rid of this several times, and they were like, no. Disney yeah. was like, you're not, you're not getting rid of it. You're going to keep the show. We're going to keep it going. Because they changed the days of the week. It used to come on mm-hmm. like earlier, Tuesday. like Tuesdays, because it was like the... It's why we call the show a, a, a Super Tuesday Recap. That's why, the, that's why this podcast is called that. <laughs> it's literally why this podcast right. is called Super Tuesday Recap. And there's no longer on Tuesdays anymore, right? It's just... Um, they wanted to kill it, and so, but somebody at, D- at Disney said, "No, you're going to keep that show. It's going to keep getting. It's gonna, we're going to keep 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 the backing on it." And and I think that's a, the reason why. Another reason why it's a dying. It's it's, a, it's this is a dying breed. It's like you don't get that from other shows. Like all the shows might be just might might have this kind of um the uh, the 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 uh what I'm looking for. I'm, this kind of um creativity and, and this cri- uh, you know and and the and the freedom uh in their writing room and, and their ability to kind of change on the fly. But then somebody in the studio and a network goes, eh, well I don't like the I don't like the numbers, so we're gonna cancel it. Right? There's plenty of shows like that. I used to love a show on uh, several shows on sci fi that I loved. Um that I, I loved and I was really getting into, but then they got canceled. I'm like, it's on sci fi. Why would you cancel these shows? It's on sci this is what you do. This is all you this is all you guys do. You know, and so why you exist. It's right, why, why you exist why, the channel. Yeah, it's like I'd rather watch these shows than watch, you know, you know, storage wars, which you guys put on. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like <laughs> don't don't get me started. Don't don't get me started on my sci-fi on my sci-fi channel rant right now. But like, you know, so 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 you're right. Like this is a show that I, I have a hard time seeing somebody else being able to do it. And maybe on a, a streaming and, and, and Netflix and things like that because they seem to really back this up. But like on a network TV on one of the network stations, I, I just don't see it. I don't. You know, the the closer you're going to get is what you're seeing on CW, and that's just because CW don't really got nothing else. 
<laughs> so it's like they're right. like these these are the shows that 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 are making C, keeping CW afloat. So CW is going to keep that. That's what they're known for. They're going to keep doing those kind of shows. But like on like ABC or Fox or NBC, we've seen what happens when they try to bring some shows on there and they last for a season or the the network gets involved. Like you know, think about um, Constantine. That first season of Constantine, it wasn't even like that bad, but clearly the network got in the way of it, airing episodes out of order and and really tamping it down. And you see what Matt Ryan does on, 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 in the Arrowverse and then on Legends, you're like, why'd you guys, why Can't didn't you guys, show. Right, but, that, but that's, but that's really proof of, like you said, how much they loved it because they could have foxed this show. Mm-hmm. A lot of shows get foxed. Yeah. Fox made me mad, but almost human. Because they make everyone mad with everything. Mm. I really enjoyed that show. And they, and the same thing, they started they were airing it out of order and not right. And I was like, what are you doing? And so for a long <laughs> time, I wouldn't watch no any show that was like new on Fox. I wouldn't watch it because I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I need to wait to be sure it gets more than one season. Yeah. And, and that's, I mean, that's what happened to French, Chris, the show you're going to watch next, right? I'm sorry. You cut out, your mic cut out there. What'd you say? I bet it did. <laughs> I bet it did. <laughs> um, yeah, so oh man, what a what a show, what an error. Um well we're talking like this, like this is gonna be the last time you guys are gonna hear us on Super Tuesday recap. I don't wanna hang I, up though. I know, I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> um, but no, this has been great. Um we'll we'll be back soon. Um <laughs> Deep Homan actually we were talking before we got on here. There there may be a mini mailbag before <laughs> I don't think I don't we're gonna do it. But like, before hour hitting them up, <laughs> just I because want a four hour there, there's, there's, there's apparently some bloodletting going over at, 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 at DC uh, with uh, some blood Have you ever seen Dexter? Same idea. <laughs> some bloodletting. Sure, buddy. Some, some bloodletting before their big uh, DC fandom event. Right. They got Jim Jim Lee giving out hostage notices. <laughs> <laughs> you Please don't shoot me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but hey, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. So Free Jim Lee. <laughs> that might be the name of the mailbag. The name of the mailbag is going to be Free Jim <laughs> I'm writing that down so I don't forget it. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. But uh, Karen, thank you so much for joining us on this. I'm, I'm so glad. Thank to you, have Karen. You on this so much. You're my favorite people in the world. Um, Thanks to every- Yeah, I'm so glad you were able to join us for this one. Um, I'm glad she was here because she she left in the defense of Lincoln. I didn't have to say shit. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, watch this. Right. Karen got it. Right. I mean, that's what happened when you have you you have another nerd on who, who nerds out just about you. Right. Um and thanks to everyone else who 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 listened to us all these years talk about the show. Um obviously we'll be talking about other shows. There'll be other shows that we we'll be discussing on, on Super Tuesday recap. Um or you know you can go over to the character corner here, D Palm and I talk about characters, comic book characters there. And then obviously once production starts back up and we get the 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 uh the Disney shows going, those will either be on, on Super Tuesday recap or they'll be on uh the movie trailer reviews uh podcast feed. So we're not going anywhere. We're still gonna be reviewing things. It just it's the end of an era. It's the end of end of us talking about um, really the show that really kind of started us talking, you know, and doing a Super Tuesday recap podcast. So, um, yeah, it's I'm I'm both both sad and 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 happy the way that it's it's gone. So, um, thank you guys very much, and until next time, we're out of here. Peace.